Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. Today, I am so excited to introduce you to Rachel Jenks. She is a time freedom coach for crazy, busy, stressed, and overworked moms who are struggling to find work-life balance. She helps her clients create a vision for themselves and teaches them tools to get there. She is a mom of six who wanted it all and would not settle for not having it. She has become an expert at helping moms have the best of both worlds. She founded The Fulfilled Mama to help moms find time for the things they want in life while always being there for their families. My goodness, I cannot wait to learn more. Let's give a big welcome to Rachel. Hello, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am excited to have you. Your bio is amazing. I cannot wait to dive into it because let's be honest, we're all crazy, busy, stressed, and overworked. Yes. But before we start, we always have one question here on the Stay of Mama podcast, and that is, how do you do it? How do you build this incredible business while keeping stability in your life? Scheduling. It is all about scheduling, and it was something that I've been doing since my kids were little before I even had a business, and I don't even know that I really knew that it worked or that it was important. Just something that I did for my sanity is just to schedule out my days, schedule out my weeks so that I know what's happening and make it a non-negotiable to do that every single week. It sounds so simple. It really does. But I'm not going to lie. I have struggled many times with scheduling. So what are kind of your tips and tricks for, for implementing that in your life? My biggest tip is to sit down on a Sunday, no matter how busy you are. So for example, we were out of town all weekend and we got home last night at 10 o'clock, but I made sure yesterday morning before we started our day that I did this because it's so important so that your week is set up for success. And I know a lot of moms tell me that, oh, I feel so restricted by a schedule or it makes me feel like I have to do certain things and I don't want to feel restricted. But honestly, having everything down on a schedule is so freeing because you know when your free time is you know how long things are going to take you and you just know how it's going to fit and you just feel freer. So sit down on a Sunday, look at everything that you have to do all week and find a spot for it. Very interesting. Now, and again, I'm going to use my personal experience. A lot of times I am very, uh, what's the word for it? Forgiving when it comes to time. I assume that it'll take me a shorter period of time than it does to actually accomplish a task. So how do you kind of accommodate for that? Well, what I do is I like to tell my clients is to look at a task and really realistically figure out how long it's going to take you using your past experience. You know, a lot of times in business, we do a lot of the same things day in and day out. And so use that past experience. And then if you're doing something new, you've never done before, you use your best judgment on how long it's going to take. Again, kind of knowing you know, are you a quick worker? Do you do things slower? For me, when it comes to writing a blog post or something like that, it takes me forever because I've got this thought in my head that I can't do it. It takes me a long time. I don't like to do it. 
So it takes me longer than it probably should. And so really creating those thoughts around what you're doing, that it's easy, that it's fun, that you can do it quickly is really important. And then as moms, we always, always, always need to leave that buffer time in there. So if you think something's going to take you an hour, give yourself that extra 15 minutes because somebody's going to need to go to the bathroom. They're going to be dying of hunger or they're going to color all over your office walls and you're going to have to take that time out to do it. So always leaving that buffer time. And that way you can kind of celebrate when it took you less time or when you got it done a little bit quicker. But my actual huge advice here is that if you give yourself an hour to do something and it takes you 45 minutes, don't dive into the next thing on your list that you have scheduled. Take that 15 minutes and regroup. See if your kids need anything. Scroll through Facebook a little bit and listen to some music. Do something to kind of refresh rather than going right into that next thing. Because when you get in that habit of, okay, I'm done with that, I'll go to the next thing and not taking those breaks especially when you've got that extra time, it just starts to wear on you after a while. And then your schedule does feel like a burden. It feels like, well, I don't like the schedule. It makes me feel yucky. I'm not going to lie. As you said that I was having like an <laughs> aha moment. I don't know if you noticed it, but I was like, oh my goodness. Cause that's exactly what I do. If I finish early, I'm like, yes, I have more time to get things done. And I don't allow for those breaks. It's something I've really been working on, but now it makes more sense as to why they're so important. Absolutely. Well, I find that a lot of my clients will take, like, say they have five tasks they want to get done on Monday. And I usually advise no more than three, but that's a little bit hard because some tasks are quick, some are longer, but let's say they've got five things. And instead of looking at their day and finding a slot for each of those things, they just start at the top of the list and move down. Well, that constant going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, until you've got it done, it just gives you that feeling of frazzle and overwhelm rather than having that schedule time for it. And if something goes over time, you know, you adjust, you, you know, stop, look at the rest of your schedule and figure out where you can maybe take that 15 minutes, or maybe you have to shelve that project until tomorrow. But going from one thing to the next all day long is when you start getting into that feeling of just constant overwhelm and feeling scatterbrained and frazzled. And your kids are like, but mom, we have to ask you a question, but you're like, no, I want to finish these 50 things first. And we just always feel so awful all the time. And there's just no need to feel that way. My goodness. I'm absolutely loving this. <laughs> what a great answer to that, that question of stability. <laughs> Now, I guess let's find out more about this amazing business of yours. Yeah. So I, like I said, I've been doing these things for years. I remember specifically, I wish I could remember the year. Although I guess if I, I don't know about you, but I calculate when things happen based on how pregnant I was and with which kid and all that. Right. So I'm remembering that my son was eight months old. So this was probably about 12 years ago and it was tax season. And I used to do a ton of taxes and we were trying to go out of town and I had this stack of taxes and plus I had to pack. And at the time, that would have been three kids. And I thought packing for three kids was overwhelming. Now it's like, you know, something I do all the time. So it's easy, but I was completely overwhelmed. I was near tears. I was like flipping out at my kids and my husband, all the things I was so overwhelmed. And um, what I did was I looked at my schedule and I looked at the stack of taxes and I found a place for every single one of those tax returns to get done in my schedule. And immediately the overwhelm just disappeared. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can totally make this happen. And I did. And we went on the trip and everybody had all the things they needed. But I realized then that like that scheduling when things could happen, that so much of our overwhelm and the lack of stability we feel is our inner brains and that it's how we think about it. And as soon as I figured out when I could do those things, I didn't have them done. I still had to do them. But as soon as I figured out when I could finish them, all the overwhelm went away and I was able to do it. So, and like I said, that was probably about 12 years ago and it slowly evolved into when five years ago, my son, I had my last son, he's five years old now. I always had a lot of practice with my husband and I did taxes and accounting, but I wanted an online business. I wanted flexibility. And so I started a health and fitness coaching business 
And I realized again, after talking with all these moms that every single one of them, when I asked them about working out, guess what they told me? I don't have time. I can't fit on my schedule out of time. And I'm sitting here thinking I have six kids, a new baby, this new business, like that's ridiculous. I make time for my workout. And so I started helping them figure out how to fit that workout into their schedule along with all the other stuff they were doing, you know, different things like setting themselves, making themselves a priority, setting boundaries, doing scheduling. And eventually it evolved into no longer just health and fitness, but helping them with their businesses and all of their time management stuff. That was a long answer. <laughs> no, it was great though. It gave us a very full picture. Yeah. And I love how you, you said you have your six kids. So about five years ago is when you started your online venture. So you already have yep. six kids. You had this newborn baby. Tell us what kind of uh, challenges did you have to overcome in the, the very beginning? Lots of challenges. I had dived into taking a um, certification course and it was one that I had to like get on the phone live sometimes. And so every day I'd panic when I had to get on. Cause I was like, okay, the baby, what if the baby cries? Right. What if he's made, you know, he wakes up in the middle of it. So there were always those kind of challenges. And when moms ask me that, I just say, you know what, it's what it is. There's no way that you can plan for when the newborn baby's going to wake up. But as your kids get older, you start preparing them. Like I've got two little girls at home with me today that are homeschooled. They're nine and seven, so they can take care of themselves. But I just say, I'm doing a podcast. Do not interrupt me unless you're bleeding. And that's how that works. And so it was just kind of like setting up those kind of systems with the kids. And it was, you know, it was difficult with the baby. It was very difficult. And I had a two-year-old, I think at the time as well. And just like slowly realizing that you can make anything work that you set your mind to. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was something, not unfortunately, but it's something that I'm realizing is, is really important is actually just your, your head game and, and the thoughts that are in your, in your mind. Absolutely. I was totally against pacifiers with my first three kids. And then my fourth one came along. And honestly, the reason I gave it to her, she screamed all the time. And I just, I, I wanted to put a plug in her. I just needed her to like not scream all the time. And I realized it was an addiction for me more so than her as she got older, but I had to get over that mindset of pacifiers are bad and bad moms use pacifiers and all that stuff. It was like, this is keeping our family sane and it's, it's working. And so the other three kids all use the pacifiers. So when they woke up during my workout, instead of having to take 20 minutes to nurse them back to sleep, I'd give them their pacifier and they'd go back to sleep. And so, so many of the things that we get stuck in as moms about how we should do things and this is how the other mom does it. And I need to make this work for me. is just such plus crap, honestly, that we need to find out what works for us and what works for our kids and our families. And I started and my, I was in network marketing when I started and the women I, that were on my team, none of them have kids. And they were just like, if you're not hardcore, if you're not working every night until midnight, you need to get up at five and work and you need to work all weekend. And I got so stuck in that mindset and I like ran myself ragged. Plus I was trying to deal with all my kids. And finally one day I was like, that's not the business I want. I don't want to work all the time. That's why I started this business. So I need to do it my way. So really figuring out your way and what works for you. And obviously coming to, you know, listening to people like me or yourself that can give you tips and things, try it out. If it doesn't work, toss it. doesn't matter. Do something that works for you. Seriously, amazing advice. <laughs> Though I'm not going to lie. It's so hard to actually follow that. Mm-hmm. It is. And then one thing that I noticed over time, and this was when a couple years ago, I finally started to follow a meal plan. And the first couple of weeks were awful. It was just awful. It was hard work. It required so much brain energy to remember the food and do all the things. But after the first couple of weeks, all of a sudden it was easier to do it than it wasn't to do it. And so really giving any new tip you try, whether it's the pacifier or the you know, way to schedule your clients or whatever it is, give it a chance and try it out for a couple of weeks. And then if it doesn't work, then toss it, but don't give up super easy. And then the other tip I have in that respect too is baby steps. And I started this with health and fitness. 
every New Year's Day, everybody's going to go to the gym for an hour and a half and they're going to eat all the vegetables and they're going to drink all the water and they're going to do all these things. You cannot possibly do that to your brain and your body because your body's going to say, this is hard. I can't do all this. And you end up quitting all of it. Where if you start with just working out for two weeks, just work out for 30 minutes. Now, all of a sudden that's easy. And then add in that next thing. And the same thing is true with a new schedule or a business or whatever. Start small. Pick little things that are easy to implement. And when you get really good at that, then add that other thing into it. Yes, it takes longer to get to where you want to go, but you're going to get there versus quitting in the middle of it. This is like gold. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm not, so we've, we've struggled to get together. And you know what? Yes. There was part of me that thought this was never going to happen, but I am so glad it has because... Seriously. Me too. Yeah, I appreciate your patience. It was schedule nightmare. This is like my girls do gymnastics and we've been out of town the last three weekends. And so like my whole life gets like thrown up in the air and then I come home Monday and I'm like, okay, now what's happening? And so it's been a little bit of a schedule nightmare, but thank you for bearing with me. Oh yeah. No, happy to. So we've learned a little bit about your business. We've learned those amazing tips and tricks about scheduling. Do you have any other, I say golden nuggets that you could share with us for those, those mamas that are just starting out or struggling or kind of, you know, trying to figure out our path, what, what kind of uh, tips and tricks do you have for us? I would say the number one thing is having boundaries. I was going to say something else. And then I decided that the number one thing is actually boundaries. And I'll give that other tip, but setting boundaries with your kids, with your spouse, with your family, with everybody in your life, because as soon as you let people step over those boundaries and take all of your time and all of your energy and that, you know, I know the thing, you know, fill up your cup first, you have stuff for everybody else. But you can't like improve your life or the life of your family, your kids with your business. If you're never, if you're always giving yourself away to everybody else. I just actually had a client um, that we parted ways because she was constantly expecting to ask me a question and she wanted an answer within like two hours and wanted me to do something within two hours. And when I didn't get to it, it was, oh, I'm sorry, you're too busy to help me. And it wasn't about me being too busy. It was just about setting that standard and those boundaries. I don't want to live that business where I'm on call for somebody else all the time. And so letting your kids know, it's okay to tell your kids, Hey, I need 10 minutes to finish this. I think a lot of times we get caught in this. If we tell our kids no, or we make them wait that we're being a bad mom. And it's just really setting your boundaries with everybody in your life, because what you're building in your business is really important. And what you're teaching your kids about being able to wait for other people is really important. And letting your spouse know that your business and what you've got going on is important is really important. And so just setting those boundaries in everybody for everybody, because that helps you create more time, but it also helps you create the things that you're setting out to do. It's going to benefit everybody in your life. For sure. Yeah, no, definitely makes sense. As a mom, you, you're sitting there at the table, you're working, but it, when your, your child runs up, there's a part of you that just wants to jump. And then there's a part of you that mm -hmm. wants to focus and you're just constantly battling that. But yeah, I know. it's just like a tug of war yeah. all the time. And the thing is, is again, at first, like the first time you tell your kids, no, I need to finish this. I'll be with you in five minutes. They beg and they sit there and they, but then over time they learn. And it's like, our kids need to learn that they can't come first all the time in everybody's lives. Cause then we end up, you know, creating kids that are a little entitled. And sometimes I get after my kids, I'm like, you are acting so entitled. Stop acting like that. Cause we all have those moments, but it's really, you know, the kids, they learn over time and pretty soon you can get 20 minutes out of your five-year-old without them interrupting you or even your two-year-old. And so it's just, again, it's just that slow process of creating those systems and the boundaries, so that the people around you can, can understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. It's so important. Oh, I love it. And I can see why you chose it as the number one. 
It totally is. And the other thing I was going to say was just about consistency and it kind of goes hand in hand. So if one day you answer your kid when they beg you and the next day you want them to hold on for five minutes, they're confused. And so, you know, it's having that consistency of always saying every day at 10 o'clock from 10 to 1030, this is when I need quiet time. And then they just know what's going to happen. So consistency with your kids, just like in business, you need consistency with your audience for years. I tried to grow my business with changing my niche every other month and I couldn't understand why nobody wanted to follow me. But it was, again, it was just that whole consistency thing. And you know, when you look at your schedule too, if every Tuesday and Thursday are the only days that you take client calls, stick with that schedule because your clients then learn that your kids learn that your mind and body learn that. And that's the mode that you're in on Tuesdays and Thursdays and you keep it consistent. It just makes life so much easier than, you know, feeling like you've got to take calls at all times and hours of the day. And then your kids are confused and they're like, well, wait, I thought we did this on Mondays and now you changed it. It's just like keeping that consistency as much as you can. Obviously with kids, everything's different. The day that you, you know, start getting into a groove, your kid throws up and you know, there goes your whole day, but trying to keep it as consistent as possible. Because then again, everybody around you knows what's going on. They know what the boundaries are. And it's a lot easier just to like, things just run smoother. And like we were saying earlier, it's all a head game. Like your head is the most important thing here and what the thoughts going through your head and keeping those as like calm down as possible is so key. Definitely. Really. I feel like every single time we have a conversation, it comes back to being a mind game. That mm-hmm. being said, do you have any like positive affirmations, meditation? Like what do you do to keep your head in the game? I will admit I used to be very, very good at meditating and something last fall, it became a burden. It was one of those things that I would do in the morning when I woke up and all, and then it started getting, I got more agitated. I was like, this is like stressing me out. So don't keep doing it if it's stressing you out because everybody tells you you should meditate. So I actually haven't done a lot of meditation in the last six months, but I do a lot of journaling and writing things down. I don't know if you've heard of the life coach school. I'm not life coach school certified, but I follow Brooke Castillo and her She's got what she calls the model. And her whole thing is that everything that you do, all of your actions, your feelings, the results you get all come from your thoughts. And so whatever your thought is about something is driving what's happening going forward. So like my thought about my content that I hate creating content, I end up not creating a ton of content. I end up creating poor content because I just want to get it done quick. I end up putting it off and I have this dread about it where if I can just change my thoughts to even if I can't get all the way to content is so fun to create, but I can change it just a little bit. I can kind of change my actions a little bit. And I just actually, this morning I was like, why am I not dictating my content to my VA to type up for me at least as a rough draft and then I'll modify it. And that came from a change in thought of not that I hate creating content. I hate typing content. I hate typing. So now that I'm like, Oh, I hate typing. Okay, cool. I'll dictate it. She'll type it. And then I just modify it. Now, bam, I've got my content. And so it's just that little change in your thought can just change everything. So just a lot of journaling and writing down what your thoughts are about something. Cause sometimes things will come up when you start writing that you didn't even know was there. Like that thing about typing, it was just like, wow, you know, what you really do hate about it is actually typing this content. So just a lot of journaling, I think is more than I do anything. I listen to a ton of different podcasts and that type of thing as well. Awesome. No, it's, it's great to hear some variety because sometimes you just feel like you need to stick with something because people are having success with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love your message that you got to do what's right for you. Absolutely. And I used to harp on meditation. You have to meditate. You got to meditate. And then also one day I'm like, dang, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not, 
doesn't feel good. Or I'd be like, okay, kids, I got to go upstairs and meditate for 10 minutes. And the whole time I'd be stressing out about what I should be doing instead. And so it's like, there's so many ways that you can skin a cat or however that saying goes, and you got to find what works out for you. And that's so true of business. When I started business, it was, you know, you need to post on Facebook three to five times a day and you need to do this and you need to do that. And I just dreaded so much of it. So I didn't do any of it. Where now that I kind of post on what I, you know, what I feel like, and I'm going to have my VA type it up for me. I'm like, yeah, this is like more fun. And I, this is something I can work with. And your energy comes through in what you're doing instead of that. People can tell when you dread doing something. They can. Like, I love talking on podcasts. I hope people can sense that. <laughs> I can. That's I fun. <laughs> awesome. Great. Well, this is honestly, I have loved this interview and I am learning a ton of things that I'm definitely going to implement in my okay. own business. I guess the last thing I really want to touch on is we talked about scheduling. We talked about how you have this crazy, busy, hectic life and maybe you don't have as much time as you'd like. How do you make the most of your time? What kind of productivity things do you implement in your life? I think the one number one thing I try to do with making the most of my time is, and this is a tough one for me, is not wasting my mental energy on stupid crap. Like I said, I was dealing with that issue with that client that we're no longer to working together. And I wasted so much mental energy just thinking about it. How am I going to handle it? What should I say? And this was wrong. Did I do this wrong? And that type of thing is just kind of like trying to, again, getting it out on paper so that it's out of your head and onto paper. So that really helps just kind of create a little bit more time as well. And then I'm just like a huge fan of systems that everything that you do in your business, so many of the things that we do are repetitive. Like every Thursday, my podcast episode comes up. I've got all, you know, the, you know all the things that you got to do in order to set it in place. And when I first did the podcast, it was new. I would do one episode, record it, have my VA do the show notes. I do it all in a process. Well, then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, if I record four in one sitting, send those off to my VA and she gets it back to me, it's probably going to take, in, take, instead of four times, it's probably only going to take me two times of work if I do all that stuff all at one time. If I upload them all into SoundCloud at the same time, and then I do all the emails at the same time. And so it's really creating like a system and doing things in batches so that it doesn't, you're not having to revisit your SoundCloud once a week for four weeks, do it all at one time. And so that's just like been a huge thing of figuring out like productivity things. And that again was something that I realized like, I did as a mom with my laundry. You know, I talk about, I do laundry once a week and I spend a half hour folding it. I do myself and six kids. My husband does his own. So once a week I do all the laundry and it takes me a half an hour to fold it and the kids put it away. And it doesn't, I don't waste a bunch of time and mental energy on laundry because I created a system of, you know, getting it washed or whatever. And I fold it in a certain way so that it's quick and easy, like creating that system for something like cleaning your bathroom or, you know, doing your laundry or whatever is going to help you have more time for your business or more time with your kids or more time to pack your clothes to go on a trip or whatever it is. It's just systems everywhere. Can't say that enough, I guess. Oh, I hear you. I am the biggest lover of systems. Uh -huh. They make life so much easier. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I don't think we realize how many repetitive tasks we do all the time. And so we sit down and make that list of you know, laundry and cleaning the bathroom. And like, we leave our house around noon every day. And so I pack dinner and sometimes lunch for my kids for when they're done with gymnastics. And so I have a system for doing that too, because that doesn't need to take me two hours to make food and do all this thing. I make a ton of noodles. I grill up a bunch of meat on the weekends and then they've got these little plastic containers and I put them in the freezer and then I just grab those and then it's packed. So it's like all those little things that we repeat in our lives day to day how you do your hair in the morning. I mean, all those things can have like a system. Do it the same way every time, right? It's so much easier. Awesome. Again, I am absolutely loving this, this episode. Unfortunately, though, we try to keep them short in yep. bite size. And this one is honestly, it's chock full of 
amazing gold nuggets that you can take action on today. So I absolutely love this. Thank you so much for taking your time today and sharing with us. It's been amazing. You're so welcome. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Have a great day. Yep. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.